Welcome everyone. Happy, I mean, <laughs> not happy new year yet, but happy day. Good evening, morning, night, our day to you all, our afternoon as well. Wherever this is meeting and greeting you, I hope that you're having a wonderful day, a happy day apparently. And um, yeah, the tape is rolling. We are live, y'all. Live city. We are talking childhood memories, childhood wounds, inner child. We are going there. We're going to never, never land, y'all. Never land. Let's go. Let me just say, if you have any topic requests, if you'd like to be put on the subscription list to be receiving these podcasts first, um, go ahead and send me a text message or a direct message on Instagram, Agent K21 Podcast, or Instagram or Twitter, Agent K21. Hit me up. Let me know what topics you'd like to hear. All right. Also, if you'd like to be a feature or a guest star or get a shout out, hit me up as well for those. Should be having some features coming up very soon. So stay tuned for that. Um, I hope you guys had a good Friday, which was yesterday. Uh, Agent K21 Music releases a new song every Friday, a new track. If you're looking for an instrumental, if you are a musician, an artist, a poet, a dancer, a entertainer, um, a business owner, if you're looking for commercial music, background music, I do provide tracks starting at 20 bucks going up. Also, if you are um, in the videography ministry, <laughs> if that's even a thing, <laughs> if you do video work and you like your video to be edited, I also provide editing um, and you can email me or send me a message for the pricing and cost for that. All right. I'm all over the map today. So we are talking about childhood wounding, childhood in general and this topic of this series is going to be Neverland. Neverland for those of you who do not know what Neverland is. Neverland is a fictional island featured in the work of J.M. Beer and those based on them. It is an imaginary fairy fairy far sorry whoa it is an imaginary faraway place where Peter Pan, Tinkerbell, the Lost Boys and other <laughs> mystical creatures and beings live. Although not all people who come to Neverland cease to age, its best known residents famously refuse to grow up. So we're talking about childhood and the beliefs that we carry from childhood to adulthood, particularly those that refuse to grow up. And so we're talking about inner child work. We're talking about what is the inner child? Who is the inner child? Does everyone have an inner child? And what's wrong with not growing up? Well, let me just say, leave your judgments at the door. There's nothing wrong with anything. So do your thing. Do it unapologetically. But for those of us who want to mature, these aspects of ourselves that we have rejected, denied, suppressed, abused, abandoned, etc. This is the place to do that. So drop your hat and let's get right into it. So today I'm actually going to share a memory that I had. Uh, this comes from a previously recorded episode from not even an episode. This was a Instagram live video I took. So I took an Instagram live video back in May, May 15th, 2019 to be exact. And uh, I just ex- extracted that audio from that live video. And I'm going to play that clip here for you shortly. But just to give a little bit of context, this is me speaking about a childhood memory, a childhood trigger. Um, I was in the car driving away from Walmart 
those of you who saw the live video, you might know what I'm talking about. But I was leaving the store. I was getting harassed by security to check my card and all this stuff. And they check my card and, you know, everything's fine. But I get to my car and I'm like, oh, snap. I actually didn't pay for that item. And I'm debating if I should go back. And I'm like, nah, I'm not going to go back. And this is a blessing in disguise. This is good stuff. And uh, it triggered a moment in my childhood where a similar situation happened. So I'm going to play that audio clip for you guys um, as I walk you through (laughs) the process that I go through personally as I'm integrating these memories. Because let me just say, there's nothing wrong with you. We all have a skewed childhood, not all of us, but to some varying degrees, we all do. So yes, all of us. (laughs) And we're going to talk about attachment styles and talk about all that kind of stuff later more in depth. But right now, I just want to share a memory with you guys and just let you know that no matter where you are, no matter what you've been through, that it's all serves a divine purpose. And there's no mistakes. And there's nothing to be ashamed of from your past, from your present or your future. There's nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing to run from. And we are talking about embracing and loving all aspects of ourselves, especially the things we feel we need to reject, be ashamed of, or disown. So I'm going to share this memory with you guys, and I hope that it helps you all maybe find those memories in yourself, maybe reintegrate some of those memories for you as well. Um, And we're going to go from there. So stay tuned. in me or for me was realizing it took me back to a memory that I had buried so deep I completely forgot about it honestly and it took me back to a moment of being I don't know five or six probably six I was coming home from I used to take swim lessons Actually, I don't know if this was the same day, but it feels like it was all the same day, same week, whatever. I'm coming home from swim lessons, and my parents decide we're going to stop at, you know, CVS or whatever the fuck it was back then. We stop somewhere, and I'm playing with this little toy, and I'm like, man, I really want this toy. And um, I'm playing with this toy, and I'm like, man, I really want this. I think it was a dino uh, Flintstone, Fred Flintstone toy, or some shit, and I'm playing with this toy, and I'm like, you know, I didn't bother to ask to get it, because I knew, like, we didn't spend money on shit that wasn't gonna go into our bellies, or, you know, profit us in some way, so I wasn't gonna ask for this little toy, I knew it was some garbage anyway, that's, that was the self, that was my, the training that my younger mind already had at six years old, it's like, okay, we're not gonna buy this, I'm not even gonna ask. That's, that's a lot right there done back anyway. So I'm playing with this toy and, uh, you know, we're leaving, everything's cool. I get in the car. I realize I still have this fucking toy on me. Granted, I'm six. I'm like, shit, I got this toy on me. I'm like, mom, dad, look what the fuck I still have on me. I got this motherfucking toy. Like, 
granted, I probably wasn't cussing that much at six, but I did cuss pretty much early in life, so I might have been thinking that. Uh, so I'm like, you know, I got this toy. And they're like, you stole. Now, it didn't occur to me until this moment right now. Uh, I mean... It's one thing when you know the shit that you're working on and dealing with or whatever, but it's a whole nother thing when that scenario, that situation, that memory comes back and you're like, fuck, this is attributing to how I felt or how the beliefs I hold or what have you or the traumas I've been through. And it seems like something so minor, but it's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and I'm like, uh... They're like, you stole. How could you have done that? You know what I mean? Like, you're breaking the law. Now, what makes it worse, what makes it worse is I'm already feeling guilty because I'm like, fuck, I wasn't even trying to get this toy. Now I got it and I don't even feel like I deserve it now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I just, whatever. Okay. So I'm dealing with my own guilt and shame. My parents are adding on to it going, oh, you stole. Oh, shit, you done stole, right? Then it gets ten times worse because a police officer pulls up behind us. And my dad goes, the cops are here to get you. You're not going to be able to live with us anymore now. I'm home now. So, deuce. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for staying with me, staying tuned. That was uh, a real factual memory from a childhood childhood memory that I had uh, as I was leaving Walmart. Now, you know, the end of the story kind of got cut off a little bit, but it basically was me feeling terrified that I was going to be taken away. And I feel like... Uh, for those of us who have abandonment issues or separation anxiety, we have this fear of being taken away or that we will be taken or that something will be taken from us. Um, and for those of us who have experienced um, any type of trauma, uh, whether it's being the black sheep, the golden child, the uh, rebel of the family, the enmeshed families, uh you know, abusive, like physically, verbally abusive, emotionally neglectful family households, we experience um, anxiety and depression a little bit differently um, than most people. Now, most people may experience highs and lows of anxiety and depression, but for those of us who have trauma in our history, it is more encoded in our DNA and in and our core. And so uh, the way that we have to operate and navigate with those um, systems intact is a little bit different. So be kind to yourself if you are dealing with any anxiety, depression, um, anything like that. Be kind to yourself because, you know, I, I read one somewhere it said, your wounds, your trauma is not your fault. It's, you didn't cause this to happen to you. You were a child. You didn't, you know, attract this to yourself. The caregivers that were responsible for us, the society that was responsible for us, failed us as they fail everyone. And um, we all suffer in 
you know, for those of us who struggle with loneliness or depression, like I said, find comfort knowing that you're not struggling on your own, that we all have hardships, we all have trials and tribulations, we all have ups and downs, we all go through something in this life. If you live long enough, you've gone through something. And um, something that one of my psychology professors said in undergrad was, no one escapes childhood unscarred. I'm going to say that again. No one escapes childhood unscarred. So even the best of childhood, your parents cannot protect you from everything. Your caregivers cannot protect you from everything. Life is going to happen. And, you know, you can see that as a privilege. Be privileged to know that life is happening to you. So if you're in a dark time, if you're struggling in any type of way, see that as a badge of honor because you've lived to earn those struggles and find connection in that, knowing that we all have pain, we all have love, we all have all these things. Now, of course, what you focus on is what you get more of, but sometimes you not necessarily the case. Because I think that if we don't focus on what is actually availing us, what is actually in front of us, we can go into what is called denial. And what we deny doesn't cease to exist. But instead, we overlay our reality with the fantasy. And so we still have all these things attributing to our current existence. We still have all these things happening. And we're wondering, why is it still happening? I'm positive focus. I'm doing these affirmations, these mantras. Why is it still happening? Well, it's still happening because there's a subconscious tape that is continuing to play. Now, for those who don't know what the subconscious is, the subconscious is below the awareness of what is conscious. So what I've learned is to not run from our emotions, but to integrate all of our emotions, especially the ones that are painful and negative, because the more that you can sit with discomfort, that you, the more you can sit with yourself, the more you can sit with anyone else. So instead of running from, I feel depressed, let me go distract myself. I feel sad, let me go distract myself. We want to actually sit with that emotion and say, how can I be unconditionally present with you right now? Because that's what happened in our childhoods. Our caregivers were not unconditionally present with those emotions. You're mad, you're upset, you're angry. That's not an acceptable thing. You got to be happy right now. You got to be happy-go-lucky. So guess what? That gets pushed out of your consciousness, pushed into your subconscious. So you don't even realize all the anger, all the rage, all the powerlessness that you may feel because we've denied it. We've rejected it. We've had to get rid of it and we try to cope. That is a coping strategy that is uh, a recipe for disaster, essentially, because the law of attraction is always operating, whether it's conscious or unconscious. And so as we integrate our inner child, we are making those things that are unconscious, our subconscious, become aware. And instead of rejecting them and trying to get rid of them, we're saying, hey, I love you completely as you are, where you are how you are and that does something vibrationally to those situations now there's a difference between stewing and sitting and uh, just being overwhelmed with the emotion and being overtaken by the emotions there's a difference when you sit with something and you hold space for it versus letting it hold and create space over you So understand that 
you can increase your vibration at any time in any way. And um, there's nothing wrong with anything that that you've gone through and anything that you're facing at this time. But I want to get back to um, back to Neverland because Neverland is a place that we go where we don't want to grow up. Now, the inner child, for those who don't know what an inner child is, is we age, but we don't grow up. (laughs) We age, but we don't mature. And your inner child is basically your childhood self that is always present within you. And I I think a beautiful depiction of this, a little little fun fact, I'm such a crybaby when it comes to movies, I'm so sensitive and... I used to not want to be, but now I see it as such a superpower because so many people are so numb and so cut off from their emotions and their feelings that I'm realizing and recognizing it as the gift and power that it is. But a movie that depicts the inner child is the Elton John movie, Rocket Man. Now, Rocket Man, it spoke to me in such a deep way. And in that movie, there's a depiction of the inner child a great way of showing that that inner child is still within us. Even as Elton John is a grown-ass man, this inner child is still in there saying, who's going to be there for me? Are you going to play with me now? Are you going to listen to me? And, you know, we reject parts of ourselves to fit into society. That is our cultural conditioning. Now, I see in future societies, we won't have to do this because we'll actually be operating out of our natural gifts and not out of what is going to proceed in this mental slavery that we're all engaged in. But I see a future day where children are actually going to be brought up without having to fear the dark. Children are going to be brought up without having to cut off parts of themselves. And the way we create that is by creating that within ourselves. The healthier us, the healthier our next generation can be. And that is what I'm striving for. That's what my goal is, is to create a healthier next generation for my children and for yours. And so when I think about the inner child, we want to really reparent that inner child and be the parent that was maybe absent or that wasn't what we thought a parent should be or just whatever. And it's not to say that our parents were bad. They just didn't know any better. Nobody taught anybody there's no manual that comes with hey don't fuck up this child well guess what you're going to fuck up your child because that's a part of the development because there's no perfect person so if you're a parent out there there's no perfect parent there's no perfect child there's no need to add on the layers of I failed my children no you didn't you can't it's impossible to fail your children it's impossible to fail at anything the only time you fail is when you stop when you give up completely when you stop and even that is up for debate I don't believe that's a failure either that's a choice not a failure and so the inner child work that we are talking about here is all about integration and revisiting those parts that do not want to grow up and so we're going to talk more but I wanted to share this memory with you guys and how to really integrate those memories when they occur when they occur you want to take three steps I'm going to say I'm making this up on the fly. I don't know what these steps are. But you want to take three steps. First, you want to breathe. Everyone take a deep breath. You want to breathe. 
you want to really sit and just breathe because this may hit you at an unpredictable moment. This may hit you with a lot of unpredictable emotions. This may hit you at a time where you feel like I can't deal with this crap right now. So first and foremost, breathe. Breathing is so important. It keeps you in the present moment. It helps bring energy to your body. So breathe. Do it right now. Breathe. And after you breathe, the next step you want to do is you want to step into the observer seat. You want to let this whole thing play out. Let this memory play out like you're watching it on a VHS movie. Okay, not VHS, Blu-ray. Okay, not Blu-ray, streaming service. You got this thing streaming, all right? You're watching your own Netflix movie. You're having your own Netflix and chill with yourself, right? You're watching this movie of your life from an outside perspective. Now, three ways you can watch this movie. First person, experiencing the whole triggered emotion, the whole uh, past memory, painful memory that's come up experiencing it first person just letting it play out without any judgment let it play out feel all of it as if you were living it again now I know this may be hard it is hard not maybe it is hard so you may want to do this with a trusted friend a therapist again I'm not trying to give any legal or therapeutic advice uh, necessarily so this is done in a safe place. So you want to make sure you're doing it in a safe place. That's also very important. So um, if you're in a grocery store and you can't do this right now, you might want to wait until you can. Uh, So first step is to breathe. Second step is to observe by either sitting in the moment first person and then outside of it as a third observation. So you want to stand outside of the moment as your adult self watching this happen watching whatever situation happened and then you want to give to that child that self that younger you you want to give to that child what was missing in that moment so if that child needs a listening ear listen to that child if that child needs a hug physically touch that memory in your mind's eye physically touch that memory if that child needs some encouragement encourage whatever you need in that moment it's okay to grant yourself it's okay to grant your own needs It's okay to meet those needs. And after you've breathed, after you've sat in it, you want to uh, bring it up to the conscious awareness to where you are now. So you've sat in it first person, you've sat in it third person. Now you're bringing it into the present moment. Okay, you're bringing it into your present awareness. I had a third step and I just lost it. I just lost it. Uh, What was it? Um, but yeah, you want to bring that to the present moment. And, um, there's some really good books and techniques on how to reintegrate and to reparent yourself. And I'll give a list of books, um, probably at the end of this series, at the end of this Neverland series. And I'll put that in the description. So, you know, there'll be book references, but you want to make sure you do this in a safe place, either do this in the presence of somebody else, especially if it is a very traumatic memory that is surfacing up to you you want to make sure that um because this can re-trigger you this can cause um emotions to spiral this can especially if you have any um psychological or mental um disabilities i don't even like that word but if you have any back history this could potentially you know have a reoccurring event happen 
So you want to be very gentle with yourself and you also want to do this in a safe space. So whether that's in a therapist's office or with a trusted friend um, or just with yourself, however, you know what you need. And so it's okay to grant that to yourself. And so let me think of how, I, how I've done it when that memory came up. So breathing, definitely reintegrating it by sitting with it. And then you want to, um, after you've done all that, you want to make sure when you, it's very important also to make sure you're not judging the memory or judging yourself for how you respond to the memory. Patience is key. Also acceptance and unconditional love is key. Because uh, what happens is because time is endless, time is such an illusion that when you go back to the past and you heal a past memory, it actually changes the entire timeline of your future endeavors and your present situation. So you can actually heal the past by changing the narrative of that situation. So after you've sat with it long enough, you want to um, release it essentially is the last step you release it uh, and when I say release it I mean you accept that it's happened you embrace how it's affected you how it's changed you for the better and you release that memory you send it up to the highest to the highest form to it's no longer yours you know it's it's happened the traumatic experience has happened and it no longer has control over you. So you want to release it from you. Um, it doesn't change what happened, doesn't change, you know, the situation, but it does release you from the binds of your past. And um, it does create a little bit more freedom. And I'm going to have more of these steps listed out for you guys in more detail in the, the future episodes. Um, but make sure you Make sure you're present with yourself and you're kind to yourself and very gentle through this process. It's not a easy one. Healing is not easy. Healing is not pretty. They're going to be, it's a sliding scale. They're going to be days that are better than others. They're going to be days that are, you know, not so great. But the point is, as you keep making progress and your inner child is, is crying out for integration and the greatest thing you can do for yourself is to reparent yourself and to love those aspects of yourself and I know it's so easy to numb it out with you know drugs sex um tv cleaning any type of addiction we can get into we can you know shopping especially right now with the holidays coming up we don't want to think about you know how we didn't get our favorite toy for Christmas and how painful that was we don't want to think about that right now because we're going to go shop it off or whatever. But it's okay to let those memories surface and it's okay to be with them completely present with them. Um, and it may seem you may, you know, the biggest thing I can say is don't judge yourself because it may seem silly to you. It may seem you might be self-critical of yourself like, oh, that was such a dumb memory or da 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 da. Let's go ahead and throw that kind of, uh, let's wash that soap out of that mouth. You know, let's get those vocabulary out of there. There's no such thing as a bad experience or a dumb experience. It's your experience and it's okay to own that experience. And it doesn't matter what other people have said about said experience. That's yours and no one else can judge that for you. And so 
take the time to really nourish your mind with uh, positive thinking. And I'm not just saying positive thinking to brush over all of the crummy stuff, but I mean, instead of being so hard on yourself by saying, oh, that was stupid or that was dumb, you know, I, you could say, you know, I learned from this. Think about what you learned. Think about what you gained. Think about all the many benefits, you know, and even if it's hard to find a benefit, even if you just find one good thing out of a negative situation, you know, that traumatic thing that happened to you is not your fault and it doesn't have to define you. That right there, you can take that and say, you know what, this happened to me so that I can help someone else or that happened to me so that I could learn from this. Find your own unique way to be at peace with whatever is going on in your world and your life. And so I've talked much longer than I expected, but that's when you know you're you're in your sweet spot is because the time just goes and you don't even realize it. You know, these last couple episodes, I was like, "Ooh, child, I'm kind of struggling." But um, but yeah, we're gonna talk more about healing and integrating the inner child, and more so integrating because you're not broken. You don't need fixing, um, and to heal is just like a it's um it's not really (laughs) you're not broken that's what I'm trying to say but healing is a process so it's not an overnight fix it's not a an overnight thing that's going to happen it's going to take time it's going to take a process and um wherever you are on that journey I'm proud of you and I'm so glad that you're showing up here to talk with us and listen to these messages and I hope that they're helping um continue to show up continue to send them out to your friends and uh yeah we're gonna go back to Neverland because guess what we don't have to grow up but we do gotta mature we don't have to do anything it's a choice but if you're gonna choose to mature if you're gonna choose to help that child grow up that inner child grow up this is the place to be because yeah we're gonna help uh get some of those beliefs and some of those mature developments getting consistent on them so I'm in the process you're in the process I appreciate you showing up and um, be blessed be well and until next time